All right, everyone. Oh, yeah. Welcome to uh, the side podcast that we do for SAHL. I don't even remember what the hell we call this, but uh, <laughs> we are joined by three other GMs tonight outside of myself. Um, so we have, uh, I think for his second time on, JR from the Twins. What's up, JR? What's up? I'm ready to talk about how crap my team is because that's how I built it. That, that's exactly what they are this season. Uh, we have everyone, no offense to uh, Mark of the Miami Marlins, but everyone's favorite British GM, Pete of the Dodgers. What's up, Pete? How we doing, King? <laughs> King. And then, and then we have for his first time on, on any podcast is the GM of the Pirates, Brandon. Brandon, welcome. What's going on? Thanks for having me. Excited to do this for the first time. Absolutely, dude. Happy to have you. It's a it's a long time coming to uh, yeah have you on. It's been a so, long time. Uh, uh, Brandon on. Um, Brandon, how many? Just to get an inter- introduction to you, how'd you get into OTP? And how many leagues are you in? Sh- stuff like that. I first got started probably back in OOTP three. It's been a long time since I've been playing it. Wow. Stumbled across it. Somebody told me about it and always been a uh, guy that wants to be a general manager. So tried it out and obviously sometimes you fail and sometimes you do good, but it's fun doing it. And I'm about six leagues right now, but this is obviously the best one. Thank you. This is definitely (laughs) the one I tried the hardest in. And you can ask JR because we're in a couple leagues together, but this is the one I've been trying to uh, get right. Yeah, this this is not wrong. This league is is definitely tough, uh, you know, to win in and and be competitive. Good moves. Yeah, everybody's. I mean, uh, we were just talking about before we started the podcast. You'll clearly like see um, in other leagues that you're in, you know, guys that you can obviously take advantage of, and it's you know somewhat easier to make moves. Uh, this league, we weeded through some GMs and had some leave and and said goodbye to a couple. It's always tough, though, to make trades and, and do stuff. But I think that's why our league is extremely fun is because we do have a, a, a really good group of GMs uh, that are really good at making trades and making sure that, you know, there's no bullshit happening. Um, I just thought I'd start off. The, does anyone want to kick off with anything that's on their mind that they want to just shoot out? Royce Lewis is on a better pace for a war than Mike Trout. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> the Royce Lewis comment has already snuck its way in. All right. So, uh, without further ado, so we don't have to do too much uh, tonight, uh, what I thought we'd do is, is a couple different things. But the first thing that I had on my rundown was, um, and Tyler had done this on uh, the podcast earlier, was uh, – pretty much running through and this point we're further into the season who are pretenders, which I kind of put are teams that mix, but really don't have a shot at a championship and, and likely probably won't make the playoffs. And then the contenders who are guys that are in the mix, um, but are possibly able to win the world series. Now 
what I did was I broke it down and we'll go to each GM on this, but five teams in each the American league and the NL league. I left out teams that are obviously like the Milwaukee Brewers or the giants, um, you know, St. Louis teams like that, that, that we all pretty much think are probably going to make the playoffs just because they've been so good. Uh, and pretty much brought it into, you know, teams that are on the bubble there or in a wild card race. So um, I will say the first team we'll go to is the New York Yankees. And I'll ask Brandon for his thoughts. Contender or pretender? I have pretenders. They have no pitching depth. They lost Justo, who was having a great season. Yeah. And other than that, at offense, hitting home runs, can they really do much other than that? They're not really built to uh, get on base, and home runs is pretty much the only way they score. So I have pretenders. Pete? Oh, boy, they are, as advertised, bombs and bags. I mean, first in home runs, right? And fourth in stolen bases. So they're bombs and bags. Thing is for the Yankees, though, rough schedule. Kopech's the ace. That's a problem uh, for <laughs> for many reasons. Um, they're they're absolute pretenders. The the pitching isn't there. Like it, it can't be. If Kopech's the ace, well, and, and Drew will tell you that that's bullshit because Corey Abbott's his ace. Who uh, all of a sudden he dug up out of nowhere. Who I had on my team at some point, and is now six and one uh, with like a four ERA. Uh, what about JR? What do you think of the Yanks? Honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm kind of downloading the file. Been busy all day. <laughs> 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 but um, I, they're the Yankees. Uh, the way I, like, even what I said last year was, I'm just going to make my team hit more than what my pitchers give up. So it kind of sounds like they're on pace to hit more, score more runs, because you have them still in bags as much as they're hitting home runs. As the saying goes, bombs and bags. We'll see, we'll, so, see, we'll see what happens. Contender or pretender? Um, um, I, I, as a Red Sox fan, I cannot say that they're going to win. So I'm going to go with pretender. Pretender. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, and I love Drew, uh, I will agree with you guys. I think they're pretenders. Um, they happen to just kind of make the cutoff on this, too. And, and I think Drew knows that. Uh, they're eight and a half out of the wild card, 10 games out of the AL East. Uh, they're still a pretty young team for the most part. Um, so I think they're still maybe about a year away. And like Pete was saying, they need more pitching. Uh, he's got young pitching. The, his top prospects are all pitchers. Uh, so they're at this point, definitely a pretender in my book. Um, all right. So let's, Go back to Brandon. Uh, the next team I have is Ottawa, who currently sits at four and a half out of the AL Central. Um, they are right now the second wild card. Contender or pretender? I actually have them winning the division. I want to say contender. Wow. I think that their pitching staff is solid. Their lineup is one of the top, top five offenses in, in the AL. I have them as a solid, solid contender. I think they will come back and win the division. Wow. All right. Bold. Pete, what do you got? 
they're absolutely contenders, no doubt about it, um, for sure. Schedule looks quite nice as well. I was looking at the schedule ahead. A lot of socks, a little bit of twins <laughs> in there. A lot of socks. Yeah, a lot of socks, a lot of twins, Padres in there, you know, and the usual division battles. But for me, the, the problem for these guys, the bullpen, the bullpen is not good. <laughs> I'm looking here. We've got Shane Baz. He's in he's in the pen. He's gone back to Vegas style Baz, where he's absolutely terrible. <laughs> he's it's not Cincinnati Baz, it's Vegas Baz. Um yeah, for me, contenders, but the bullpen is a real problem. Um I, I think that's gonna hold them back, but they're they're a nice team for sure. Um they're gonna they're gonna push, but this division is is tight. JR. These guys have better, almost worse ERAs than I do. If that doesn't say enough, then I don't know what else does. So, so I will uh, assume you say pretender. Yeah, I mean, there, there's not like they've got their stars in their star places like Bregman, Witt, and Torque. But like, if you look at a lot of the rest of their team, it's kind of, kind of eh. <laughs> Is is definitely pretend ter- territory. Words are hard, but you know. Yeah, this was this for me was one of the hardest ones for me to say pretender or contender. Um, I think I may have had Ottawa before the season as maybe the second wild card. I can't remember. I'd have to look back at it, but um, yeah, I'm surprised they they haven't uh, been great. Uh, their bullpen, even though he made some moves, Corey did at the deadline. Uh, their bullpen still is not looking that good. Uh, Torkelson is having a very good year. Bobby Witt's been really good. Um, but it's just weird. Like, at first base, he's got Rizzo, who I I thought retired, but I didn't realize he was still in the league. <laughs> and he's somehow batting leadoff. But uh, <laughs> he's actually not had a bad year, even though I say that. I I just was pulling it up, and I'm like, Holy shit, like he's actually batting 250 and has 57 RBIs. But I uh, I would lean towards pretender on this only because I obviously they're a contending team. They're a very good team, but I do think uh that they're gonna miss out on the playoffs. So that's why that's the only reason I would say pretender at this point. Um the next one is a team that I had winning the AL West, uh, but is Eight games out right now in the Seattle Mariners out of the AL West. Uh, Texas would have to have a, a monumental collapse. Uh, but Seattle is one game out of the second wild card spot right behind Ottawa. Uh, Pete, who do you have as the uh, – or how do you have them? Pretenders or contenders? Listen, there's a major problem here. It's, it's a clear problem for me. Archie Bradley is in the pen for the Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big red flag immediately. So yeah, you just traded up. for him. That's what I mean. What are you doing? Oh, I almost you... traded for him. Well, I know, I know, but I, I, I've had a bad experience with the with Archie Bradley. Um, but I, I like the Kirstad move. No, I, well, he was he was terrible as a Dodger, Archie Bradley. So I'm still still stung by that. But Kirstad, I like that move. Um, pitch. Listen, the pitching has been sensational. 
Freddie Peralta closing games. Uh, I mean, they're in the mix, but uh, I think pretender, actually. I'm going to go pretender with these wow. guys. I think, I think they're going to... Well, I don't know, actually. Oh, it's so tough. The pitching is so nice. So, actually, they should be a contender just based on the pitching. It's Archie Bradley in the pen. I'm not having it. Uh, that was the biggest flip-flop I've heard on the podcast. I, I, don't, I still don't know what your fucking answer is. I, I think contender, which I'm going to pop in here, Pete. I think they're a definite contender. And uh, partly because I'm backing that I had them, I think, in the World Series in my preseason <laughs> prediction. Uh, but, but honestly, uh, uh, Gonzalez has been outstanding this season. Nick Gonzalez, uh, Kalenic's having a very good season as usual. Julio Rodriguez has been very good. Uh, Gilbert right now, and I know Tyler put up his um, his rankings, currently his personal rankings of like the Cy Young. And I agree with him. He had the right guys, you know, maybe like a week ago in real life. But Logan Gilbert is now 17 and four with an ERA just over three. Uh, it's almost hard to... Uh, pick anyone other than him because I think he might be two wins ahead of everyone. Um, he is. Uh, Casey Ordway of Texas is second with 15 wins. So their pitching is is really good. I mean, even Eduardo Rodriguez is having a good season with them. And, and we know it's a pitcher's park. McKenzie was a smart move for him. Very good move. Uh, you know, moving Peralta into the uh, closer spot has been excellent. I, I definitely think they're contenders. Um, uh, I would be interested to hear Jr. What you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think Logan Gilbert's actually a Cy Young winner here. I'm not gonna okay. lie. Um, his K's are too low. He's only on pace for 171. I don't feel like that's a Cy Young type K. He's getting up a home run per nine. His K. <laughs> He looks like he's a really good pitcher. I don't think record is all that should tell us Cy Young. So I don't think Logan Gilbert will win Cy Young based off of that. But I don't think they're pretenders or contenders. I think they're right where they need to be for this team. Because, I mean, if you look, they've got this first baseman, Devon McCary, coming up next year. And I, I think with the right moves this offseason, they will become contenders. But I don't so, think they're pretenders at the point either. Okay. So so you, you went middle of the road there. You don't think they're either. You don't think they're don't gonna think be, they're either. you don't think they're gonna just fall off, but you don't think they'll make the playoffs. Let's look at their schedule here. Uh their schedule doesn't look too too difficult. Oh, they still play Texas another seven times. Yeah, I don't think they'll fall off completely. I think they could stay in that chase for the second wild card over Ottawa. All right, I'm going to force you guys. Contender or pretender? Pick one. They'll contend for something. It won't be the World Series, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, like pulling teeth. All right, Brandon. I got pretenders. The top two on that staff, though, with uh, Gilbert and McKenzie is nasty. But uh, other than that, the offense struggles a little bit. I mean, they do got Gonzalez and Kalenic, but some of those guys are just a little bit struggling. I, uh, my boy Heston's over there. 
which I uh, ran out of room with my outfield bringing up Jim Scott, and he's been doing pretty good for them. So I'm rooting for him, but I just have him as pretenders. Okay. Uh, the next team we have is a uh, very interesting team, and I'll, I'll leave mine for last, my thoughts on this. Uh, they're 62 and 62. Uh, the biggest thing is they're 12 and a half out of the AL West and the LA Angels. Um, but they're only five and a half out and winners of their last three in the AL wild card. Uh, Pete, how do you have the Angels? Contenders or pretenders? I, th- I think they're, I think they're a little bit too far back, if I'm honest. Uh, I'd, I'd be surprised if they became contenders for this one this year. I feel like they're building. Uh, clearly, I think they're going to be good, but I don't think they they're in it this year. I think I think this is a year too early for them. Okay, Brandon. I got pretenders too. Their offense is good. Their pen is good, but those starters, little weak. <laughs> they got uh, Noah Owen, who looks good for the future, but he's struggling this year. Yeah. They got a good closer, but other than that, going forward with that staff, I just have them as pretenders. JR? I won't lie. I'm kind of on the same pace with Pete here. I think they're a year or two early. Um, they They don't look that bad, honestly. Like if you look at them, they're not they're not bad. They're young. They're which I think is I think is their bigger problem. Yeah, and, and I would agree with you guys. Um I think they're pretenders uh for this season. Uh they're definite contenders, uh, and we'll get into another portion of this podcast in a little bit. Um, but their pitching is is just really bad. Their offense is excellent. I mean, uh for most things outside of home runs, which is obviously huge, uh they're in the top four in the American every offensive category except for home runs. Um, Andrew Vaughn was a nice pickup. Hasn't had a great year, but having a very good year. Gavin Lux still looks good. Uh, Austin Hendrick has had a very down year compared to his rookie year, um, like extremely low. But uh, he's still going to have 100 RBIs. Their offense is excellent, but their pitching, their starting pitching specifically uh, – it's just a notch behind. So they, they need more starting pitching. And I would say they're pretenders too. Um, now this one, I was in between two teams in the American league to, to pull into our fifth spot. Um, I have the Toronto blue Jays, but they're winners of their last 11. So I, uh, I would say that the Toronto blue Jays are definitely contenders. Um, if you guys have a specific team and I'm kind of throwing it out there right now that you may think might surprise people as either contenders or pretenders, and that would be uh, Cleveland teams that we haven't mentioned are Toronto, Cleveland, uh, Montreal, uh, Astros are really on the outside looking in and Boston. Uh, Brandon, do you have anybody that you feel strongly about is definitely a contender or pretender in that list that I just threw out. I like the Indians. Um, yeah, they're uh, only a half game out of their division, which I had earlier said that uh, the Capitals are going to win, but I, I have the Indians going pretty far. I like their pitching. I like their offense. Not very happy about them adding Mookie Betts, but that's <laughs> also coming from an Indians fan also though. 
Understood. But uh, but I do like the Indians. Jr. Anybody jump out at you with the group of names? Can I just say that the Expos are always contending? Come on now. Craig said this since he's joined. They're always contending. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I'm surprised the Blue Jays are contending. After that Vlad trade, the fact that they're still still in first kind of blows my mind, especially above the Expos. Yeah. They, uh, that, it, look, that was one of the ballsiest trades I've honestly seen in, in most of the uh, leagues I've been in. To trade Vlad away, which is like one of the most beloved players uh, in any modern league sim. Um, but he got back a, a great pitcher in Billis. So, uh, but it's ballsy and I love it. Like, I, I, I will always say, I've said this about you, Brandon, and you've gotten, you know, shit from people, but I, I love what you do as far as being ballsy and just going, hey, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to go get guys. I'm going to go try shit. So, um, I prefer that over guys that just like sit there and don't even try, you know, and just, I'm just going to draft and not make trades or go after it. So, uh, that's my thoughts on that. Uh, Pete, anybody jump out? All I'd say is I'm not convinced that the Astros are dead. I, I can see the Astros having a sneaky run. I know moved on a couple of pieces and think of the deadline, but I don't know. The schedule looks kind of softish for the Astros, so it wouldn't shock me if they went on a tear. Bryce Harper heats up, who knows? <laughs> Bryce Harper. Um, but I um, just on the Blue Jays, you're talking about them. Um, whenever I, I think of the Blue Jays, I go straight away. This This defines the Blue Jays. Go and look who's playing center field and what are they doing. That is the Blue Jays. That's been their Achilles heel all through this whole league for all the years we played it. And who have you got in there now? You go look at center field, Kevin Alcantara. I'm not sure. Is that Sandy's brother? Cousin? I don't know. <laughs> but he's hitting 220. He's shit in the field. It's a glaring hole that he never wants to fill. What's Thomas doing? Go and get a center fielder. What are you doing? It has been shocking that it's taken him seven years and it's still the same problem. No, wait, 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 wait. This is the guy that lost the NLDS, I think, uh, two years ago with somebody playing center field that shouldn't have been playing center field. I mean, Am I right? Square, it was square. This is, the, this is the guy that took over the team that had a center fielder playing catcher. So, like, well, but <laughs> he wasn't the GM at that point. That was Miller time. So yeah, that I will give him a pass for. But all I'm saying is, and I Pete knows I love him. You can't call someone out for the center fielder that they have in when that was probably one of the most heartbreaking losses I saw. I forget who you were playing. Was it St. Louis? I think it, I think it was the Cards, and I, I, think I, I can't remember. But it, it was somebody, and you were up, and then all of a sudden the game got tied, and. Acuna was playing center, and all of a sudden, no, it was. Do you know what? I put, I put Austin Meadows in there. Oh, Austin Meadows in center. You know, you just you know, square peg round holes, right? It is. It is what it is. But anyway, I went and addressed it. Thomas, he 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 just he doesn't want to address anything about center field. Kevin Alcantara, he is not the answer. The Blue Jays will consider. Well, they'll they'll just forever just be. 
you know, contenders, but they'll they'll fall at a hurdle along the way. Hey, it's yeah. better than having Drew Waters, who had a minus twenty three point four zone rating. <laughs> oh, it feels like Saturday. I feel Badoo <laughs> yeah. all over. At least Alcantara has a positive zone rating. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it it has. Uh, I will agree. You know, it's it, for Toronto. That's always been their Achilles' heel. Is that that and. Tyler's brought it up several times about his defensive thing. And that I think was part of the reason that, you know, he also traded uh, Vlad in the off season. Um, I still obviously see Toronto as a, as a contender. Uh, I don't have any specific team I, that I would come out and say like they're pretenders or contenders outside of that group. I would definitely, I, I would say the Astros are probably done. Um, Pete, even though you brought them up, I would think they're pretenders. Uh, let's switch over to the NL. So, uh, this is even more muddier than I think the AL, uh, because the NL East is such a shit show right now. Um, with a bunch of us all kind of bunched in, uh, four teams. Uh, I'll start off with the nationals who, uh, got really hot last year, found their way into the playoffs were not, in the playoff hunt for the most part. And then uh, the last month got super hot and made it into the playoffs. Uh, I'll start with Brandon. What do you think of the Nats? Pretenders or contenders? Pretenders. Um, losing Michael Baez, not good for them. I see that they did add, who was it? Matt Manning, but I don't think he's a difference maker. That offense just really, really, really struggles. They're the, not very good offensively. One of the looks like bottom tier in the NL. I just don't see them being contenders. Okay, Pete. Yeah, I think I think I've got it exactly the same. Offensively, they're all just vanilla at the moment. No, you know, no Talese doing what he does. None of that. They're just there's nothing there. No spark. So. Yeah, Nationals vanilla. I mean that they're, they're only one game back, so yeah. The pitching's the pitching's been okay though, but I don't know. Yeah, that injury does hurt them, of course, and uh, it's such a tight division. But I think offensively, that's the problem. Just really, it's just not been good enough. I I can't see it. I, I can't see it being enough. Jr. Contender or pretender. I, I think they should be contenders, but their team is just not hitting. And it kind of puts them in the pretender category because, like, their pitching hasn't been bad. I mean, it could be a lot lot worse, but it could also be a lot better with, with these four ERAs. But uh, I think their team is, is – his Daniel's team is just – it's Daniel, right? I'm in too many leagues for this. Keith. <laughs> Keith's team. Keith, thank you. Thank you. I'm in way too many leagues. Um, I I just think they're pretending this year. Their his team is just not performing to what it should be. Yeah, I I listen. This is my division, so if you think I'm going to knock any of these guys and try and jinx myself, you're out of your fucking mind. Uh, <laughs> I, I so I will say that he is a contender. Uh, they got very hot, like I said earlier, late last year. Uh, I will never bet against Rowdy. He freaking kills the Phillies all the time. He's, uh, as you guys said, for the most part, he's still got some um, 
youngsters that are still coming into their own a little bit um, and Carrillo and, and Lena, uh, the team's still very good. Uh, Keith does a pretty good job of uh, a very good job, not a pretty good job of moving around his starters and then moving some of them into the bullpen and figuring out. So he's still doing that. Uh, literally, I know he just put up an article uh, earlier today, and I think he just put up one now. Uh, probably having to do with his pitching. So I will say that they are a contender. All right. Number two on the NL list, and let's see if you will be invited back onto this podcast again, uh, is the Philadelphia Phillies. Pretenders. Pretenders. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, what say you? Pretenders or pretenders? Hey, I never got to be on a podcast with Tyler, so I'm definitely telling you you're a contender. <laughs> Perfect. Your offense is great. I love your offense. Kyle Young kills me. I don't know why. For some reason, I'm pretty sure all 12 home runs have been against the Pirates. Perfect. Every time I look at the, every time we play, every time I look up, Kyle Young's hitting another home run. Love it. Uh, your starter, Smick Abel, kills me. I'm, I don't know what my record against you is, but I, I can guarantee you it's not very good. But uh, the only thing I'm really concerned about is your bullpen. Other than Sandman, Reggie Lawson's having a decent season, but his ratings really aren't there. And that bullpen's just a little sketchy for me, but I still have you as a contender. Appreciate that. And I, and I check. Uh, Kyle Young has a third of his home runs against the Pirates. So I would say every time I look up, he's sitting home run against me. Yeah, he appreciates you. Uh, JR. By the way, it's a fourth. He's got four. I just looked through the whole game log. Um, yeah, I just, don't ask why I did. You're in first. Let's be honest here. There's first. Uh, I think you have a better chance of holding first over the Marlins just going off of you look like a more complete team. And um, I don't know. I kind of want to stay in the league. It's kind of fun <laughs> at times. <laughs> at times. But, I appreciate that. But, but you know, it, it like first, like second, third for the Marlins isn't anything amazing. I don't think it's much of a worry. I, I, I think you'll be contending this year. All right. Pete? I think you win in the division. Uh, I think you'll win it easy, actually, when you get into wow. it. Wow. I, th- I think you'll cruise it. I mean, you've added the main man, Kirillov. I mean, you know, there was a bit of back and forth on that one. You British bastard or whatever it was. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kirillov's a nice piece to add. Pitching looks good. I've got to call it out. Listen, Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola. Please don't remind me of him. He gives me PTSD. <clears throat> hey, it's better than Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Insane Aaron Nola. How- how was he turned it around? I do not know. Whatever you did there, uh, Kamish. Insane. I mean, look, his numbers aren't great this year. Uh, outside of his win-loss, which is 9-6, and six, I mean, he's got an ERA of 4.5, and, and he's still – he's got 116 Ks and 144 innings. I have no idea. I, I've said this to anybody who will listen to me that's a part of this league. Aaron Nola was literally brought in as like a joke for me Sort of, where it was like, he's going to be my fifth starter, and he's like a fan favorite, so 
I, and then I was like, I get to write kind of a cool article where it's like, you know, Aaron Hall comes back to the fold and he helps out a bunch of young pitching. And all of a sudden, he's been like fucking outstanding. So you're right. I I don't know what's what's going on with Aaron Hall. And um, I will I will agree with uh, I forget Brandon or, or Jr. Whoever said that they were worried about my bullpen. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and Lopez, uh, I'm a little sketchy. The Sandman is is always amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely my best signing ever. Uh, Gallegos is zero and six out of my bullpen. I, I I'm mixing a match, and I just lost two guys. Well, I lost one guy to injury. Um, so yeah, and that's what I went after uh, at the trade deadline, mostly outside of getting Kirilov, uh, was getting bullpen help so i did i mean later on we'll talk about probably the the winners of the deadline picking up ventura was one of my top picks for a deadline deal so i do like that you went after some bullpen help yeah and i i truth be told to work with los vegas uh he didn't really want to give him up so i had to give up uh, a decent prospect that i like and he's been not good for me so far I, uh, I find with out of the park baseball that certain guys like, I don't know if this is right or not, but certain guys like to be in certain positions, whether they're the eighth inning guy or the seventh inning guy or the middle relief guy. Uh, so I had him in as my uh, setup guy in the eighth inning and he's lost two games and been atrocious. So um, I'm hoping I can move him around and, and he did really good the last sim. So uh, I think maybe that'll be helpful. All right, so another NL East team, the New York Mets. Now, if most people would probably think at this point, uh, if you haven't looked at the standings, the Mets are probably out of it. Uh, they've been in a rebuild. They got rid of a bunch of pitchers uh, this past offseason. The Mets are only – they're winners of the last five. They're four and a half out of the NL East. Um, they're four and a half out of the wild card. Still a decent team um, when you look at it on paper. So, Jr., what's your thoughts on them? Contenders or pretenders? The Mets. Uh, they're pretenders. <laughs> Their pitching is not good enough. They are going to oh. possibly finish in third. Okay. And I would say I would say their hitting is not good enough. I, That's I exactly they- what I got. Yeah, I was going to say, I think their pitching's actually pretty good. Their um, hitting's not bad. I mean, if you look at most of them, they have, like, Zach Fiennes has a 155 OPS+. plus. Edward Perez, 158 OPS+. plus. Ryan Clifford, 122 OPS+. plus. They're, they're not hitting bad. I just don't think their pitching can keep up with it. Yeah, I, I, I think Zach, Zach Fiennes was a guy that I had. He's... Uh, He's looked really good this year. Um, this is his breakout season, batting third for them and batting close to 300. Um, I'll throw out there that I I will say that they're contenders. I think that the Mets could look, – look, they've got so many games. The, the main reason is the schedule. Um, they've got games against Washington. They've got games against Cincinnati, who's obviously um, – they got a bunch of games against Cincinnati and the Cubs and both teams are not good this season. Uh, and then they've got a bunch of games against 
Atlanta, who's below them in the standings. Uh, look, if they if their pitching can hold up, they have a definite shot at making the playoffs. So, um, Pete, what do you think of the Mets? No, not a chance. Brian, not a chance. You're talking absolute garbage here. The Mets, um, the Mets are not in this at all. The one thing mm. I like though from Bob's was it even Bob's dynasty? I don't know, but he loved a defensive player. So it's great oh, yeah. to see the Mets defensively are still good. But for me, I've got I've got you cruising it. I've got the Marlins and Nats kind of fighting it out, and I got the Mets really fading away as well. Like the Braves are already faded. So. But you're right, though. They, they have got a decent schedule. Even yeah. so, I, I've got the Mets coming nowhere. Like 500 and, ball. And Brandon, you already said you think they're contenders? No, pretenders. Pretenders, okay. I Jared. like their pitching, but that offense, I, okay. I'm not – I mean, Trinidad, Perez, and Veen, one, two, three is nice. But other than that, they're not producing. Okay. Um, I can't really complain because – when Bob was the GM, I, he hooked me up with a couple of good deals. <laughs> not not on purpose. Just happened to work out in my favor. But other than that, yeah, I have them as pretenders. That that offense just struggles too much for me to – and plus I have the Phillies winning the division. So, just All right. falling down. All right. Well, the, the transition then is, is to Brandon's team. Contender or pretender? Pete, are the Pirates who are – not going to win a division, but are only one and a half out of the wild card. Contenders or pretenders? Oh boy, these these guys, the Pirates, they've invested. They have invested. They've made some awesome moves. I love what the Pirates have done. I hate the fact they're chasing down my Dodgers. Um, the Pirates are contending, no doubt about it. They've added real nice pieces. They're in the mix um, across the board. Hitting well, pitching well, decent defensively. Let's see what the schedule's saying. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. We got a four game set against Dodgers next up. Oh, baby. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna put the cat amongst the pigeons. But then, yeah, nice little stretch against the Cubs, Reds, Cubs. There is a 13 game stretch where I play the Cubs and Reds straight. There you go. That's so, all listen. I face 13 game straight Cubs and Reds. Pirates yeah. are in it. Absolutely. Sounds like at least Pirates nine wins right there. Pirates are in it. No doubt they're in it. I, I love the moves they made. Pirates are in. JR? Brandon's my boy. They're they're going all the way. They're winning. No, no. All right, Brandon, I, I love you, but we got to be real here. Um, I, I think they're, they're pitching the adding Odom and leader, even though leader hasn't been great for him or – doesn't look like he's been great for him. If I can get into him, no, never mind. He's been real top notch for me. Oh yeah, I, I I think and Suarez, who's been hitting too. I heard, oof, I I, I think they're making the wild card at least because wow. they ain't winning. I I I will definitely say they're contenders. Um, I I said it earlier. I really like that he went for it, uh, Brandon. I. Obviously, I love Verdugo. We know, we all know that I love Verdugo. And hey, I, he's been a surprise this year. I signed him just to fill in for Scott, and I wasn't expecting all this production. He's 
Uh, he's a very good hitter. He's a good defender too. Like he's not bad, but he's not great, but he's good. I mean, the dude can hit uh, and he doesn't strike out at all. So uh, one of the, one of the other big moves um, of the entire season was you getting Gunnar Henderson uh, from Boston. Uh, He was even probably better with Boston. He was, but He's really good defensively um, at times and, and a good hitter. I I like your pitching staff. Evan Odom was a guy that threw, I think, three or four different Baltimore jams we've had. I've tried to get that guy, and you outbid me. Um, I don't know if we talked about that side. I told him from the start, I said, I'm not messing around. Take Messner and whatever else you need. That's awesome. I mean, I love going – like I said, I love going for it. And Jack Leiter was another guy I was in on um, very much so that we just didn't work out a deal, and he said he had a better deal from you. So uh, I think you're definitely contenders. Um, Iola or Oyola, the closer, has been very good for you. Uh, you went out and made moves at the deadline. Definitely contenders. Um, let's go to the NL West. Uh, Colorado Rockies made probably the biggest, maybe one of the biggest splashes of the trade deadline, uh, getting Trey Andres from uh, Houston. They are nine out of the NL West, um, but only three and a half out of the second NL wild card. Uh, JR, Colorado? I'm looking here. I, I can't tell. I'm surprised Vlad Guerrero doesn't have 500 home runs. Vlad only has 18. Okay. Um, they're pretenders just off the fact that Vlad has 15 home runs. 18. <laughs> Not enough. Man should have like 400 at this point. <laughs> with with cores and that altitude, I, I'm disappointed. I was hoping for like a 500 home run year from Vlad. And I don't think his pitching can keep up. His pitching isn't the best. So you're I, knocking, I have you're better not, pitching. You're knocking <laughs> Vlad because he's only batting 340, but he doesn't have more home runs. 340, but like 18 <laughs> home runs. Man's a slacking. All right. Well, he's, he's only on pace too. Slacking. Well, Brandon, who do you got? How do you feel on this one, I mean? That offense is good, but I don't know how much cores actually factors into it. Um, that pitching is just atrocious. Obviously not enough, by the way. Yeah, um, they added what Honduras, who seems to be struggling so far. Is that right? He's yeah, he's. I mean, not... his on base is good. His average is down. He's hit three home runs. He's been better the last like uh, week. He started off really slow, but he's been he's been getting better. He's still not. He's one of the best power hitters in our league, and he still hasn't really done much um, in Colorado. But Dustin May, he had a uh, – he's doing better than what he did when he was at uh, Chicago, which is surprising since he switched to course. But I still have him as a pretender. I just – that pitching staff, offense can only carry you so far. This is a pitching league. Pete? Well, I, I've got to say, JL's on to something here. Uh, Vlad Guerrero, in April, there was eyeballs everywhere, no doubt. Nine home runs in April for Vlad. It's what's expected. Since then, May, June, July, and August, nine home runs combined. 
what's happened to Vlad? Where's the power gone? It's been sapped. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with JR. Like, that's underwhelming. I know he's hitting 340 or whatever, but you need to be hitting 50, 60 bombs. Yeah. Um, the pitching isn't there. The division's tough. Um, they're not getting past the Dodgers. So, yeah, pretend as the Rockies. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you guys on this. I think uh, amazingly they have three of the best hitters in baseball, either home run wise or, or just player wise, in Vlad, Novus, and uh, Andres. But Andres hasn't been himself this year, and sometimes that happens. So maybe next year is his year. Novus has been very good, uh, but I think their pitching is probably another year away. Um, they've got definitely some pitchers coming up in the next year or two. And uh, Troy's sneaky good at getting uh, trades done. So uh, I I think their pitching is just not good enough for them to be a contender this year. So I, I agree. Um, on... Hold on. Before we move on, I just want to say, I know power plays well in Colorado. I've seen in another league, Joey Gallo come in with the same powers, same contact as Novus and hit back-to-back-to-back 60 home run seasons. It, so it, it's there, happened. There's, there's something off There here. Yeah, I don't know. So, he's on, something's I mean, not he's on, right. He's on pace. Novus is on pace for 40. So, um, But definitely, uh, all of a sudden, it's like uh, Tyler put it in one of his uh, articles. It's been kind of a dead ball era almost a little bit for us this year. Um, in the league, and there's been no adjustments or anything made. I mean, Ortega still got 41 home runs, and I think he's on pace for 50 or so. Um, else is pretty much down. So yeah, I'm I'm surprised as well. Uh, there ha- it's not been a big home run season. Uh, let's get into the second thing, and, and we're running a little bit long here, so I don't want to keep you guys too long. Um. But I thought we'd do trade deadline, winners and losers. And you don't have to go into every trade or anything. I'll work it backwards. Top three guys, top three teams that you thought were winners. And then top three losers. And we'll, we'll do it backwards. And you can just throw in a couple sentences. Uh, number three. So number one being the best that you thought did the best at the trade deadline. Number three, Pete, who do you have as being the winner? Oh, it's tough. There was a lot of action. Bloody hell, there was so much going on. Uh, it's it, it's tough to kind of decipher between it. But listen, pirates are in there. I, my top. It's hard. It's hard to decipher between them. But the the cards, the pirates. If you want to, you know what? If Pete, if you want to give your top three, just do it that way, so that we're not going crazy long on everybody picking. I say all the guys in the central, like the Brewers got involved, the Pirates got involved, the Cards were spending. Everyone was spending all the three in that central. It was insane. I I think they all did well. Like literally all th- those three central dudes all piled in and, and made serious upgrades. They're, they're proper. It's a dogfight there in the central. So your top three are the NL central leaders at this point. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm not sure what order, but. I think so. Okay. JR. 
Who do you got for your hmm. top three deadline winners? You know, I'm going to put the Orioles on there, and not even because they added anyone, but just because some of these people I'm looking at that they traded and what they're getting back for them, it was – they got some really good returns for the Orioles who uh, definitely need to, um, I don't know, rebuild, get those specs in, that young talent that's not being paid a ton. Um, the Pirates were up there, and then I think the uh, – who else was I looking at? I, I think the other one would probably be I, – I think – which you did with getting um, Krilloff was also a big move. I, I think so. The Phillies, Pirates, and Orioles right there, I think, are the winners. Got it. Uh, Brandon, what about you? I try not to include myself, but I, Adam Odom and uh, Leiter was a pretty big upgrade for me for pitching-wise. I didn't want to put myself in top three, but top three – I do have Baltimore because they did take Metzner from me and a couple other prospects. I have you adding Karloff and Ventura. And then I have also Pete for getting rid of Mookie Betts' contract. <laughs> I'm just yes, not sir. a big fan of Mookie Betts. And he uh, he's on the decline a little bit. He's doing all right in Cleveland, but he was not all right and definitely not worth the pay in L.A. Agreed. And my, my top three that I uh, – I have uh, the Pirates number three. Uh, I thought Brandon did a really good job again, and you guys just touched on all of it, the talent that he brought in. Um, traded definitely some of his very good prospects, uh, especially Messner, uh, but got back a guy that you immediately re-signed to a very friendly deal, which is good for the Pirates. Uh, number two, I had Baltimore. Uh, you guys also touched on them. I thought... Uh, Zach did a very good job of bringing in really good talent. We've had kind of a hole in Baltimore. Not that the managers have been bad, but the guys just haven't been active. And Zach's been pretty active, uh, especially at the trade deadline there, uh, making big deals to get back a bunch of young talent. Um, and then my number one is is the Cardinals. Uh, Mitch, even though it wasn't exactly at the trade deadline, Brought in a ton of guys. Uh, it almost looked like it backfired uh, right off the bat because they um, coming out of the trade deadline uh, with uh, Austin Hayes. Uh, I think they got – did they get um, – they, they traded Gallo, then got Gallo back again <laughs> at, within like a week. So I was trying to, I was just looking, I was like, I don't know who they traded. Um, and then brought in like the Cincinnati pitching staff uh, at some point. Uh, but I thought, you know, Mitch is always active with the trade deadline and brought in a ton of guys, uh, regardless if they, you know, work out or not, he got a bunch of talent. So uh, those were my top three. Now on to the other side, I, I will say this, we've done this before. Top three losers. Now, this doesn't have to mean that they made bad trades. Uh, I will say, and if you guys need a minute to think about it, my top three losers are really guys that should have made moves that didn't um, or were kind of steadfast and not getting what they needed at the trade deadline. Uh, does anybody want to go first or I can throw mine out? Go ahead. So 
All right. It's on you. It's on you. All right. So uh, my number three was Miami. Uh, I thought the Marlins, th- their pitching staff is amazing. Again, uh, there's nothing to knock about that. But they've got a hole uh, both at both corner positions. Um, they don't have a great third baseman. Nolan Jones looked like he had fallen off. Uh, especially this season, uh, barely batting over 200. Petruska or Petruska or whatever the hell you want to say his name is, they brought him up. Uh, he's an excellent defensive first baseman, but he doesn't hit that well. He's okay. He's nothing great. I thought they should have made a couple more moves um, to bolster their offense and especially get a big power bat. Uh, you know, Blade and, and Heron are decent power hitters, but there's no like really big power hitter on that team. So that's where I thought the Marlins came in third. Uh, and second was Toronto for me. Um, I do like Toronto as a team. Uh, and listen, it's hard to knock a team that's won 11 in a row at this point. But I thought maybe they needed another starting pitcher or another bullpen piece. And Pete brought it up earlier uh, I would have definitely brought in a guy that would have been a very good center field defensive player uh, to sub in defensively for Alcantara and center. So I thought he kind of missed out on that. And then uh, my number one team uh, was a team that we brought up earlier. It's definitely on the rise, but desperate and can trade away some of their prospects. Um, again, that's his choice in the angels. Um, I thought if the Angels, they have the hitting, even though Austin Hendrick is having a down year, Nick Madrigal's having an amazing year. Uh, probably the best, maybe one of the best top three free agent signings. Uh, but he needs pitching in the worst way. And I'm just surprised that the Angels didn't go out and get pitching. That uh, they were kind of silent, especially in starting pitching, when there was a decent amount of starting pitching to be had. So... Those are my top three. Uh, Brandon, who else or, or comment on who you have? First off, I have the Indians for taking on the Mookie Betts contract. I, <laughs> I'm just not a big Mookie Betts fan at this point. He's getting older. He's not putting up the stats. He's not doing bad in Cleveland, but that long – was it another two years after this year? Yeah. I, yeah. I also have the Brewers as a loser – which not picking on him in my, my division, but to add Debbie Garcia as your sixth starting pitcher, he's number six in that rotation. To give up the number 17th prospect for a guy that's going to be number six in your rotation, not a fan of that. And I also have Mitch as a loser. But <laughs> I, I don't think he should have given up. I look at Looking back at it now, those prospects that he gave up for uh, was Vasquez – is that his name is? Yeah. Has From fallen. Oakland. Yeah, those prospects have fallen off. Acosta, not the same as he traded them. So he's, I had him as the number one loser going in. And it doesn't look as bad now, but I, I'm not a big fan of paying top dollar, top prospects for a closer. But then also he gave up five prospects for a shortstop that can't hit. Defense is good, but just cannot hit. My bold prediction, actually, for this year is the Cardinals will not make the playoffs. 
Wow. Ooh. So I'm, I'm not a – if he had a 17-game stretch where he won everything, after that, he's been playing almost 500 ball. He's trending down. Everybody else is trending up. So I just have him as a loser at the deadline. Wow. JR. Uh, I have to agree with the Brewers. The Brewers one is kind of a, what are you doing? Why do you need another pitcher? I, I feel like he was kind of worried with Brandon bringing stuff in and Mitch going off at the trade deadline that he was like, oh, I need, I need to do something when he really did it. I mean, since the 17 game win streak, the Cardinals went on. They haven't been the best. I know that me and Brandon were talking before this, and he was like, oh, they've been like 15 41 since that 17 game win streak, which is kind of crazy. So I, I think the Brewers made a trade just to make a trade to be part of everything. Okay. Um, I don't think Toronto did enough looking at their team and how well they're doing. I, I think they could have done something there to help them escape that three game games of uh, the Expos. All right. Who yeah. else? Got a third one? Uh, See the I'm Billies. looking here. See the fucking area. It'd be, <laughs> it, would, it, would, it would be between the Phillies or the Marlins. I, I think you did well at the trade deadline. Um, but you put me in the top three losers? I would not put you in the top three losers. All I think right, I put you in the top three back. losers for not doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it'd be the Marlins. I think they could have done something there to with them being no games back. I think they could have done something there. Okay. Pete, who do you got as your top three? Yeah, I've got a few different names. So first of all, I've got the Astros. So the reason being, why is he trading away Honduras on league minimum money, an absolute stud? Why are you trading that dude? That is a shocking deal. Terrible deal. I, I just, I just no idea what he's thinking. Maybe so, it's because of the, the fact that he's 16 games back. No, I understand that. But, you know, that's not the type of, you know, next year he's fine. He's still on league minimum. Come on. Why are you trading away the best your best dude? Silly. I Silly. I will I will say this. I I was very surprised. I was one of the first people in on Andres. because uh, he kind of messaged me on the side when we were talking about another deal. I was very surprised he was trading him. I will say this though. I thought that uh Joe got a very good return on him. Agreed. It's not one where I would say I didn't get trading Andres. I agree. But I also appreciate uh, that he went out and got the best. And we were talking and he goes, dude, I honestly, I, I got to throw it out there to the rest of the league to see what I can get. I'm like, all right, do what you got to do. Like, and that's fine. And I thought he got a great return on it. Uh, who yeah. else? Who else do you no, have I, there, Pete? I, I agree, Kamish, as well, that you, the return was good, but I just it was nonsensical to move that dude at that moment. But anyway, the the other the other team I want to call out is the Reds. They fell off a cliff. They obviously the they won they won the World Series, but cliffed it quick. For me, the Reds, the return's been bang average. Like you look at the pipeline now, 
what have you got for the Reds? I mean, I don't know. It looks a bit vanilla to me, considering they've had a massive sell-off. They haven't got much there. So okay. it's going to be interesting to see how they play it. Um, and then the other one is is the Dodgers. I, I have to call them out. Selling off pieces. The Dodgers. The <laughs> <laughs> Selling off pieces. What are they doing? Clearly a problem of pitching. Didn't upgrade. You know, there was a few offers knocking around for prospects, but I was prospect hugging. Wasn't I didn't want to pull the trigger. So, yeah, the Dodgers for me. Needed pitching, didn't address it. It's going to hurt us, but, you know, it is what it is. I, I thought you were selling off because you're scared of the Pirates. I Well, that's it. I was gonna, I was gonna try and sell you Mookie, and then I realized that was a no go. We did have, <laughs> we did have a couple talks at the deadline, though. Yeah, Mo- Burns back from me. Mookie for what, a hundred percent retention? <laughs> well, yeah, and Burns. <laughs> I'm telling you, at some point, uh, I've done a. I can't remember if I did a podcast for our league or a different one that I'm in. I would love to do a podcast where I have on like three or four GMs and go. Tell me about the trades you almost made or guys that you were in on um, that you either regret or are happy like you didn't make that deal. Because there's so many of them. Like, I I just know talking guys on this podcast and just three of us, like, I was in on Soto several times where I reached out to JR and it just never (laughs) came to fruition because I was just like, I won't do it. Like, I can't give up that many prospects. And I, you know, I remember talking to Brandon about different guys, like, you know, and Pete and I make trades all the time where we try and figure something out. And uh, it'd be just be like, dude, I almost made a trade for this guy. Or thank God I didn't fucking trade for this guy. You (laughs) the offers I had for Messier when I put them up. For who? For Messer when I put them up. Oh, really? No one compares to Odom and Leiter. What I got, you should see some of these offers I had. I'm those when I was I was panicking for a little bit. Now I'm not gonna lie. Let me look back here for a second. Um, let's see here, Lucas. When we were talking Leiter, at first I was in panic mode before I got Odom. I offered yeah. him when he put him on the block. Even before he put him on the block. I offered him, I think it was um, Jim Scott, Messier, and somebody else, and he turned it down. And I ended up getting lighter for a lot less. And it just happened. You get to the the trade deadline, and, and, you know, people get different reports on their players and stuff like that. Yeah, well, not calling out Lucas or anything because – I mean, I did offer him a lot at first, but he didn't want to move him. But then I, when was, I got Odom, I didn't panic. And then it was just let it settle down. And, I mean, obviously I dealt Donaldson and a couple other guys are good prospects. But every everyone at the deadline wanted Jim Scott, and that's the one guy I would not trade. Yeah, and that was smart. I, I know I reached out to you about him um, at one point when I was looking at making a deal with you. I mean, you – I. You made trades before when you and um, and they backfired on you, self-admittedly. Uh, this time, you've gotten a bunch of guys that are are on the younger side and yeah, I went guys that were too old. That was my problem. Yeah, and that shit happens. Um, you, you, learn from, you learn from it. 
mean, Bryce Harper for the Twins. Farts. Blake Snell is decent. I should never have created Blake Snell. Hey, stop it. My dog's barking. Hey, stop. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's wrap this up because we're over an hour now. Uh, we'll knock these out real quick. Who are your division winners and wild card winners now following the trade deadline? And then we'll wrap that up with who you have in the World Series and who wins it. Um, start with uh, Pete. Run through uh, the AL division winners and then the two wild cards, and then we'll go from there. Hmm. Yeah, okay. So in the East, I think the Blue Jays take that. In the Central, the Indians kick on and they take it. In the West, I think the Rangers have already got that boxed off. Okay. So that that leaves us with, I think the stars, and the Capitals. Okay. Close, close, but the Capitals, the second wild card. Yep. All right. So I have the same division winners as you. I would say I have Toronto, I have Cleveland, and I have Texas, and then I have this as one wild card, and the other one I have are the Mariners. I have Ottawa missing it. Uh, Brandon, what about you? I got the Blue Jays in the East, the Capitals in the Central, the Rangers in the West, and my two wild cards are the Stars and the Indians. Hey, stop. (laughs) Stop. My door dasher's here, so he's going crazy. Stop. JR? I think the Blue Jays, Indians, and Rangers. Okay. It's gonna Wild be hard card. to. I I think that'll be the Indians and in uh or not the Indians but the Stars and the Mariners. Okay, so you completely agree with me. Yeah, right. that's about right. All right, let's switch over to the NL. Uh, Brandon, I got. I think Brandon's getting. Oh, never mind. What? Never mind. Don't worry food. about it. Uh, it's sitting outside. It'll be all right. <laughs> we got the NL West. I got the Giants. The Central. I got the Brewers, and the East. I got the Phillies. Nice wild cards. Wild cards. I have the Dodgers, and like I said earlier, Mitch is not making the playoffs. I actually have me as a wild card versus the Dodgers. Wow! I think That's my good. pitching staff upgraded. My offense is top one of the top ones in the. Or the NL and Odom, Gossman, uh, Pfeiffer, and Leader, and well, even Suarez is even pitching great that, to the point where I think I can actually make a wild card run. All right, Jr. What do you got? Uh, that's gonna be a tough one. That East, so I'm gonna wait for that one. I think it's gonna be the Brewers. Obviously, the Giants. Obviously. The wild card will definitely be. The Dodgers and Pirates, I think. I think the Pirates are going to run here and jump some of these teams. Um, this East is really just going to keep beating up on itself. Those Mets, Nationals, Marlins, and your Phillies, I think they're just going to keep beating up on each other. So uh, the East is going to be hard, and the East could definitely change the wild card look. Who'd you pick? Uh, that one's hard. Who's playing who? <laughs> just pick um, one. I, I'll, probably give, I'll probably give it to the Phillies. All right, perfect. I love that pick. He's supposed to be back on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, just completely thrown 
the board. <laughs> I, I am throwing a dartboard right now. I have got the Phillies in the east, like I said. Uh, in the central, the Brewers have already got a bow on that one. And in the west, so of the Giants, wild cards, of course, the Dodgers. Um, but my other wild card is the Pirates. Pirates wow. are going on a run. Finally got some believers in me. Absolutely. Just one other point I want to make. The Padres. I want to talk about the Padres real brief and not mention them at all this whole podcast. There is an asset sat there. The farm is terrible. The team's been terrible for years. They need to make some moves. Tatis. They need to make some moves. Tatis needs to be gone. They need to do something. Padres are vanilla right now. Farm shit. Team shit. Make some moves. <laughs> I, I inquired about Gore, I think, every other week went right. And yeah. more often than not, I don't hear back. So <laughs> I, I, I think I, I understand where that's going. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, JR, get your dog in check. No, it's, it's not my dog. dog. It's that's Brandon's? Brandon's. It's because we have, yeah, there's somebody outside. He just barks every time. Vincent, stop. 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 That's why you get right. worky and let your girlfriend pick the dog. All right, so my picks. Uh, NL East, I have the Phillies. NL Central, I have Milwaukee. NL West, I have San Francisco. And I have the Dodgers as one wild card. And number two, I have the Nationals. Ooh. Now, I don't know why I have the Nationals, but St. Louis <laughs> is up five and a half on every other wildcard team. So it would take, a, a, again, a colossal demise. And I don't think any of us pick St. Louis. Yeah, um, I don't want to be the one that gets called out here for him not making the playoffs. We all have him not making the playoffs for the record. Yeah, I don't want I, this to I, be an NL Central hate against the Cardinals. We, we all picked it not to make the playoffs. All of a sudden, your microphone went bad. I think Mitch is yeah, Mitch is messing with it. No, yeah. I just got a phone call. Oh, there you go. Okay, so I agree. I look. I don't know why I picked Washington. Uh, I think the Dodgers definitely make it. I think it's going to be between Washington and St. Louis, um, or myself. It could be any of the NL East teams. Um, I just feel like St. Louis is going to fall off a little bit. All right. So, uh, while Brandon deals with his dog and getting food, uh, real quick, we'll finish up with World Series. Uh, My pick is the Cleveland Indians versus the Brewers, and I think the Brewers win it this season. Uh, They've been the clear-cut best team all season. Um, Even though I agree I didn't love the Davey Garcia trade only because I thought he gave up too much for a guy that – he didn't need per se. Um, I still think Milwaukee is really, really good. Uh, and I think they'll end up beating the Indians who I think are going to come on strong in the uh, final month of the season. Uh, Pete, who do you have? Oh boy, this is tough. I have got, and it pains me to say it, but I've got the Giants winning the World Series again. 
rings galore, three and four. And oh, I've got no. them taken. I've got them taken down. The Rangers. Wow. That would be a fun series. All right. It would be. Uh, I've, got, I've got the Dodgers losing a wild card as well again for the third year straight, by the way. Just uh, yeah. call that out. No, we all have that. Upgrade that center fielder. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, don't worry. We all had that. So, yeah. JR, go ahead. <laughs> um, I think I got the Brewers and the Rangers meeting in the World Series there. And uh, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going I'm to be ballsy and say the Rangers are going to win. That that would be interesting. Um, Mike and I talk uh, a decent amount, and Mike I met through a couple other leagues, and he kept saying to me, "He's like, dude, I think I'm building a good team, but I just I can't win in this freaking league. I don't know what's going on." Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, uh, you know, Brandon said that to me too on the side of, at one oh, point. Oh, I've been so, there. For sure. Yeah, so uh, it's impressive though. Mike's team is really good, and I. I thought, and I don't even know if I said this to him, I didn't think he made a great trade when he traded Ortega away. Uh, and Ortega's become a pretty much an MVP, if not the MVP candidate for the AL. But his team is really good. They're all around a very good team. So uh, not a bad pick, obviously. Um, who are we missing? Who who needs to give theirs? Brandon? Hey. Brandon. Yep. I have, I'm the same as you. I have the Brewers-Indians. And I got the Brewers on top. I can't beat them. No matter what I do, I cannot beat the Brewers. And I think no one else can in the playoffs. I think they're going to win it all. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're a very good team. Um, I mean, Mitch had a huge lead on them at first. And then, I mean, they're up seven and a half now. That just shows how dominant they really are. They're, they are a uh, very tough team. Their pitching uh, has actually – to me, kind of, I mean, Noah Syndergaard had a bad season last year, and uh, so did Flaherty. Um, they're just a, a, a really good team, though, with with their starting pitchers. That's what surprised uh, and, me about them having to go out and get Garcia. I mean, they don't need him at all. Yeah, it's it's crazy. They they their pitching has been so good. Um, it's been impressive. So I, I and Andy Martin is becoming an MVP candidate. Uh, yeah, he he's like the uh, Kyle Young. He kills yeah. me every time we play him. I just I can't believe I've said this to a couple guys before. The amount of like incest between the NL Central guys uh, is crazy. I, I've I've never seen in other leagues where you trade. And, and what I mean by incest, not to get like creepy on it, was. That you guys trade like St. Louis and Cincinnati trades and Cincinnati and Pittsburgh trades or whoever, you know, it's uh, the amount of guys that are traded in between that division. Uh, I've talked to Mark several times with the Marlins and I've talked to Keith several times on trades and I just go, I'm not trading you that prospect or I'm not trading you that fucking guy because I got to play you 20 times in a season and I'm not going to lose to that dude. I'm not yeah, going to give you one of the best players. I was on, I was in on Debbie Garcia for a while too before I got Odom, and I kept asking him what the price was, and he wanted like three or four of my top prospects, and I just I didn't want to do that in division. No, and that's uh, to me again. To me, that's a smart move. But I get if you're going to get look. If you say to me Washington's going to give me the best offer I can get for a guy or my the Mets, I'm going to trade like. 
if the other guys just aren't giving me the value, definitely I'm going to trade in division. I don't give a shit. So um, just on that, close it. If not, I'm good to go. This is the best league I'm in. I mean, you guys make it enjoyable. It's fun. It's actually fun to actually be in a wild card race for once. And uh, thanks for everything you do. Thanks, Brandon. We appreciate having you on, dude. It's uh, I, I know that it's been some tough going in this league, uh, record wise, and then sometimes with dealing with bullshit. But uh, I appreciate it, dude. You, you're you're a fun in the league, and we enjoy having you in. And and uh, you make it enjoyable with doing trades and and the different stuff you add to it. So appreciate it. Well, you and I have had a lot of conversations where uh, I've not been too friendly, and uh, <laughs> you deal with me, a.k.a. Tristan McKenzie deal. But uh, other than that, we're all good. Dude, we, everybody in this league, if at one point – that's the competitiveness of this league that I think is awesome. If at some point you haven't gotten into it with a GM, you just aren't active. That's the thing, like – at every point, I've gotten into it with somebody. And I think I'm laid back at times. But at some point, I've gotten into it with almost everybody. So uh, You and I got into it during the uh, whole relocation thing, too. Yep. It shit happens, dude. It's, yeah. But, hey, as but long as you deal with me, it's, we're all good. Yeah. And as long as you're, you know, it's somewhat respectful and we have fun and you add to the league, uh, I'm all in. So, no worries. Um, anything else for I, you guys, Pete, JR? Don't, don't ask Ryan or Lucas about me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Thomas might be in that list too. Uh, yeah, those Soto deals were in a, were, uh, I'm surprised I didn't get more death threats. <laughs> it's, it, uh, negotiations and trade can get very heated. There's and... yeah, been a couple of times where it, if you were face to face with me, we'd probably be throwing fist. Yeah, it it can get uh, it can definitely get heated, and it's like, you know, I, I've said this several times. The guys on here, um, the other problem is that we're not actually talking like we are right now, so things can get definitely misinterpreted when you're like writing back to someone, and like that's a bullshit offer, and you're like just literally saying it like that, like sarcastically, like get out of here with that, and you're like go fuck yourself. Like, what, what do you think? I, you think I'm not, like, offering you, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, that's not what I meant. And then, like, all of a sudden it just spirals out of control. And it depends on how many drinks each of us have had at that point. So I now know, uh, I now know how I'm responding to Bryant when he says, hey, you want this guy? When I'm trying to rebuild. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, Pete, anything else before we jump off? No, nothing more from me, you American bastard. <laughs> hey, well, there's three of us here. <laughs> Bastards. All right. What time Listen, is it there? It's 2.15 a.m. Oh, my oh. God. Go to bed, Pete. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm trying to watch these Marlins come back against these terrible Mets. The Mets are dog shit. I have no <laughs> idea what the Marlins are doing here. <laughs> All right, boys. Hey, listen, I appreciate three of you guys coming on, spending the time and doing the work. Uh Glad to have you all on. Uh, good luck the rest of the season. Uh, we are all in it, uh, except for JR. Thanks. And, uh, <laughs> good luck oh, the rest of the way. Boy. What's that? Hey, we're losing 10 nothing to the twins. So, uh, Pete, 
I join you in what the hell are the Indians doing? Hey, yeah. I uh, at least my team knows how to win. <clears throat> Up six two on the Phillies right now. Oh, how dare you! <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, have a good night. You too. See ya. All right, see you, boys. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you.